Hey everyone, welcome to A Flutter, a podcast that explores the joys and challenges of the love lives of those pursuing a medical career. I'm your host, Anna Kulawick, and let's get started. Today we have Catherine, who is another classmate of mine and a wonderful friend and just an all-around wonderful person. Catherine and I are not in any small groups together, unlike some of my previous guests, but we both go to lecture and I don't know. Catherine, you're so great. So thank you for being on today. Well, thank you. First of all, are we not in the same TBO? <gasps> oh no! Hurtful. <laughs> I am so sorry. It's because I've only interviewed so far. Well, Kathleen's not in any group with me either, but Jamie and Danielle were in like anatomy and TBL and um, pathology. So this is wow. Oh, and for the listeners, TBL means team-based learning. So we would spend actually probably a lot of time together this year, especially the second half of the year, um, you know, thinking about case discussions and whatnot so Catherine, you're the first of the tbl members that i'm thank you that's better you're in tbl one i'm coming that's one number one tbl one yes exactly oh we hear sylvie oh yes and also so the previous two episodes i recorded at my parents house but now i'm back in my place with sylvie and she's being a chatty lady today so she just missed you yeah she's co-hosting she wants to be involved she is she is. Okay, great. Well, Catherine, as we know, this is a love and medicine podcast. So can you share with us what your relationship status and history and all of that? Sure thing. So I am currently dating um, my boyfriend. His name is Alec. Um, we've been dating for about two and a half years. Um, he, uh, as of beginning of July, we lived together. Um, but for the first year of medical school, we lived apart. He is in a PhD program at UNC Chapel Hill, which is down the road from us. Um, and it was about a 30 minute difference for us, but now it's a zero minute because he lives. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Makes things a lot easier. It certainly wow. does. Mm-hmm. Great. So thank you for that brief summary. Um, I have a lot of questions about many aspects of your relationship. <laughs> just like a, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. I feel like I say that every time, but it's true. Well, That's why this podcast exists. Let's do it. Yeah. So why don't we start off with what's it like dating a grad student? Um, it's nice. Mm-hmm. I would say my mind and my world has always been very science-y um, mm-hmm. since I was probably in elementary school. And mm-hmm. basically, this is dating someone that totally gets it yeah. um, because he's actually more science-y than me. Um, <laughs> he's been studying computational biology. Um, so a lot of times he'll come home and have all these wonderful things to say about these wonderful ideas. And I'm starting to get to a point where I can't really understand things. <laughs> Yes. You know, you kind of nod along and then I can talk about, you know, medicine, which maybe he doesn't understand super well. Um, but it's kind of nice. We have a background in things that we do in biology and then we can kind of talk to to some level. Of understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he's also very busy like like we are, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, is tough at times, but also really helpful mm-hmm. because oh, I have to work on my studying for this weekend. We have a test coming up. He goes, oh, okay, great. I'll like pop on some code for a little bit and like try to work on that. Um, Mm -hmm. So we can kind of co-work together um, because 
we both always, we, there's always more work to do for both of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds perfect. A perfect little setup. Um, And I love the idea that, you know, you have the same basic background and things. So you can like kind of sort of speak the same language, at least fundamentally, but then you like add on more or when you're, you tell him about your day and what you've been learning, he might have like the basics, but then you can also teach him and then you learn things from him as well. It's exactly. Um, but, and for the listeners, I might be a little biased too, because Dylan is also a grad student <laughs> in chemistry. Um, so Catherine and I were both dating little STEM grad students. STEM grad students. I think Alec and Dylan, and if they're in the same area, they're friends. I know yeah. this. Yeah. They're both nature-y. They're yeah. science-y, cooking. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. They both... <laughs> have girlfriends who are really passionate about their cats <laughs> I mean we truly literally had ours three days ago and yeah the loves of my life oh I love that for you so oh yeah so I got my cat for the listeners I got <laughs> Sylvie about a year ago and she is indeed the love of my life um and Catherine has been wanting cats for a long time too and I've been really supportive of that maybe too supportive this past year but now you finally have your own not never too supportive it's the person and as the person I've gone to with like what kind of food should I get are you sh- what about this um and basically as soon as I got back to the area I was like we gotta get them yeah. we're getting them and so I just adopted little pepper and little coriander and they're three mm-hmm. months old and they are rambunctious and also very cuddly and I love they're them. so cute oh I'm so happy for you <laughs> Okay, we got diverted. We started talking about cats. Back to your love life, which is also a fascinating topic. Um, okay, so grad student, as we were saying, great. Um, it's worked out quite nicely that your programs are just, you know, a skip down the road from each other. So how did that work? Did you two have to coordinate, like, where to go to grad school and med school together? Did it just happen? Like, what was that process like? Long process. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'll intro it by saying anyone that's gone through the grad, med, law, whatever admissions process, mm-hmm. you know you cannot plan it. Yeah. And it's going to be filled with a lot of angst, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I'll intro it. So I can jump back to Alec and I met uh, in Boston. We worked at the same job. And so we started dating uh, around October 2019. Yes. Mm-hmm. And basically, as we were going through the gap year job, we I knew I was going to med school. He was pretty sure about the PhD route. He thought maybe med school, but then quickly decided mm-hmm. no, the PhD <laughs> route was more his thing. So mm-hmm. when the admissions time came along, um, the med school process starts a little bit earlier. So mm-hmm. we start, you can submit things in May, June, July, something in that realm. And then he could submit stuff starting December 1st. Mm-hmm. So I had basically had my whole list together before he even honestly put a, even a personal statement together. <laughs> um, and so I kind of picked my places like, oh, I really want to go somewhere with a great public health program. I'm super interested in infectious diseases. So things that could match that interest of mine were really important to me. Um, mm-hmm. While also keeping in mind, there were definitely a couple of schools that you know, hopped on last minute. I'm like, oh, Alec really likes to ski. I could go to Dartmouth. So I figured I'd throw that one on there. Just, you know. Um, and so he ended, so I applied to maybe t- somewhere between 20 and 25. 
schools yeah. and he applied to maybe seven to 10, I think in that okay. realm. Mm-hmm. And I would say all of his schools were somewhere that were accessible to my longer list, but okay. not all of my schools necessarily were somewhere that he would, he would be able to access from anywhere on his list. Yeah. So coordination was crazy. Um, but as he got to the submitting part, I had already had a couple interviews and such. Mm -hmm. So he kind of had an idea of where I potentially could end up. And so he would also add some of those on it because he knew the chances were a little bit better. Um, but in the end, uh, funny enough, despite us sort of coordinating, um, it was, I got about, I was on the wait list for Duke actually. Um, Mm -hmm. and he had already committed to UNC and I was about five days out from the other school I was going to go to's like commit deadline. Um, And then I got a call from the Duke admissions office, (laughs) which was like, I, I, sometimes I like rethink back to that moment. And it was like whiplash 100. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that day I got the call was the day I really said to myself, oh, I'm, this is not going to work. Like I'm not getting into Duke. Like it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. I really need to start figuring stuff out for these, this other school. And the universe decided that that was, that was the thing <laughs> that make that, that should kind of switch the gear over. Yeah. Um, so when I got the, the call off the wait list, ecstatic, started mm-hmm. setting up plans, lucked out and found an awesome roommate. Yeah. Um, and here we are. And it also made moving down together a lot easier because we could just like, throw it all in one U-Haul box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That is, that is amazing. I'm so happy that it worked out well for you too, obviously. I mean, um, but what a process, like that's almost a year long process starting from at least when you started applying yeah. and like probably put together your list and then actually committing to a med school. Yep. Um, yeah. So how did you two navigate some of those conversations? Like, because you, you, you guys had been dating for a while by that point. Like, right. It was a serious enough relationship. Right. But was it still like, I'll sacrifice this program for like in order to try to meet something you like on, on both ends? Like what were just what were your conversations like? Yeah, um, definitely. I would say there was a little angst going on. Yeah. Um, I think neither of us could fathom sacrificing like a dream program or the best program we could get into that made sense for us um, for the other person. I, I think that would just set up for either a lifetime or a couple months of resentment. Yeah. Um, We had a couple conversations about if we did not luck out like this, because this was an incredibly lucky scenario um, had he ended up on the West coast. Cause there was a couple schools out there that Mm -hmm. uh, he was looking into. Um, We may have decided to end things like the three hour with the, with the flight. We, we, we had talked over, like, there was this, had I gone somewhere else and the flight was just this long, could I have made it? Um, mm-hmm. My wonderful dad offered to a, a unlimited plane ticket supply Aww. for me. Cause he like, knew how much, how torn up I was about That's it. That's so sweet. Um, yeah. And there were a couple moments where I knew how excited he was to potentially be out West. Mm-hmm. And all the schools I was looking at were on the East Coast. It like that's just how it worked out. And mm-hmm. so it seemed like as soon as I had heard that I was not going to be on the West Coast, he had kind of dropped that one school. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I 
I couldn't, it really, it made me really upset because I was like, if this is your dream school, you have to go. Yeah. But I, so I can't be the one to hold you back like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ultimately he decided not just me on this coast, but it became to also his family, all of his families on this coast as well. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't know as many people out there. Um, plus there were a couple things about that place is stipend. So <laughs> in another life, we could have been around the LA area, but mm-hmm. it just, he, he ended up deciding that that's not, that was not his path. And so he, mm-hmm. this program um, made some great friends. And then I just wrote my letter of intent and prayed hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. That, that's really impressive. I feel like it takes a lot of maturity to be able to navigate those conversations. Um, you know, cause it's not so easy for one of you to just follow the other. Like these are both really intense yeah. programs. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, it was about a year ago, but there are definitely a lot of tears on my end and just <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was a, it was a really tough process because mm-hmm. I think the worst part was it felt like a lot that I just had no control. Yeah. Yeah. And it's too, like, I, I could totally imagine thinking I have this amazing relationship. Like I love this person so much. Is it really just going to be something this out of our control that determines the trajectory of the relationship? And like all the what ifs, like, what if we were together? What if it was long, like just imagining all of that, I can, I definitely see how that could tear you up. Um, so I'm glad that that didn't have to happen and that it worked out so how are you both liking the Durham Chapel Hill area the triangle I we love it here so I've said to myself I think Boston might be the biggest city I'm ever willing to live in again Mm -hmm. and Durham and the Chapel Hill area area has taught me why Mm -hmm. it's just it's a lot calmer I can just hop on my bike and not feel like I'm hearing so many car horns that like it drowns on my ears we have great mm-hmm. access to trails we love to hike mm-hmm. um, we love to bike yeah the cost of living has been really nice with my uh let's see uh negative income <laughs> and his uh let's see you know grad student income yeah yeah uh, so cost of living it's allowed us to be able to like i picked up rock climbing from him mm-hmm. and while i could have done that in boston Basically, I could never justify the cost of the, going to the gym. Yeah. But here, it's just, it's easy. It's accessible. Now we think we live a 10-minute bike ride from the climbing Ooh, gym. That's perfect. Very dangerous. <laughs> um, so we're really loving the area. I literally can't imagine having gone to a different program. I mm-hmm. absolutely love our class, our mm-hmm. the support we have. Yeah. Um, and I think he feels the same about his the mentor he just picked, the program he's in, and mm-hmm. like the classes that he, he's been taking and the friends he's made. So Aww. both with our kind of separate scenarios, but really happy. And then, you know, the fact that we get to see each other is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient. That is, I love that so much for you too. Like after all of the stress and the angst of trying to coordinate where to go together, it worked out. And now you're loving the area. Like it, it, I don't think it could have gone more perfect. I just love when people ask if we planned it. Yeah. And I just like look at them being like, <laughs> you know better than I that you cannot plan it. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's amazing. You know, we've talked about 
Now, like, adjusting to the Durham area and having you two be in these intense programs but also living close to each other. But, Catherine, I have to say, like, you are so good at socializing with our class as well. Like, we are friends. And I feel like I see you a lot, but you also see Alec a lot. And you also study and you also have all these hobbies. So how do you do it? Like, I am so impressed by your ability, at least from my perspective, to manage all of these things in your life. So how do you do it? Fair enough. Um, I think apart from the like things that get me moving, like the hiking, the biking around, mm-hmm. um, there have always been two things that I found to be really important for my mental health. And that yeah. is socializing mm-hmm. and, and seeing, I guess, seeing Alec. That's really cheesy. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's a cheesy podcast, yeah. you know, just live your truth. <laughs> so uh, those two have also like hiked into my priority list. Mm-hmm. Um I had, there was a lot of moments in college where I didn't understand that that was such a priority for me, not Alex Mm -hmm. specifically, but the socializing with friends. And so it's not something I always prioritized. And Mm -hmm. as a result, uh, I think college was a lot sadder for me than med school has been. Yeah. So, which is why once I kind of came into this environment, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make friends. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see my friends. I'm going to hang out. It's going to be great. Um, So just making sure I have that time to carve out and it's part of why I always kind of like to make sure I know when, when I'm doing something a little ahead. So then I can be like, Hey Alec, I'm doing this, but I'm free at this time. We'll grab dinner or something, something of that nature. Yeah. Um, I've also been lucky that he's nearby so that if I'm ever going out to dinner and I know it's a food he wants or he likes, Mm -hmm. uh, and it seems like it's, chill with the group sometimes it's like you know a girl session and (laughs) no boys thing no no Um, boys no boys um but sometimes if we if we go out to food I'll be like come along and then so he knows like he knows all the buds yeah um, and stuff like that um and so I can climb I I go climbing with him but I also have um two friends that Mm -hmm. I climb with a lot as well so it's Mm -hmm. kind of I it's not, I know if you say kind of like, looks like I do it all. Um, mm-hmm. And there have been times where it's been harder. Definitely. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see my friends, but here I am. And I have to, I didn't have, have my car for a month. So I have to go back. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not just like a settled thing. Mm-hmm. It's a constant conversation of like, I really am looking to do this with my friends. Um, maybe not you invited if that's okay and then he'll be like okay great I was thinking about doing this with my friends. I was like okay awesome so then we'll kind of do the yeah. separate things yeah no that is that makes a lot of sense and I two things I really notice is that you are able to how, how do I say this you're able to do two things at once essentially like combine yep. physical activity and socialization or like mm-hmm. you know we all have to eat might as well do that with friends (laughs) like um you know when we have such a busy schedule it's nice when you can um you know two birds one stone with those situations it sounds like you and Alec are really good or you're in sync at least for like how much time to spend together versus like pursuing your independent like interests or social lives Mm -hmm. at least from what you're saying right now like you're on the same page at least of saying like it's cool if I don't spend this night with you because I'm yep. going to be with my girlfriends um, or vice versa, you know? Um, I would say a lot of that came from 
So if you time when we started dating, October 2019, we got a couple months and then like the shutdowns begin, right? Yeah. And so this is like a year plus of us being one of the main sources of like, like we, we began dating a lot of it in a pandemic. And yeah. so we kind of like be, were able to build like a lot of trust and a lot of mm-hmm. um, our, our kind of our rapport and everything between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say in that year, I, I was really bad at reaching out to friends and hanging out mm-hmm. because I'm like, I just want to hang out with you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> since then, it's definitely a little bit more comfortable. I don't always, I don't feel like I need to hang out with Alec every single minute. It's, it's mm-hmm. great if I can, mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel like it's like I have to anymore or yeah. it's like I can't, I can't possibly think of doing anything else because mm-hmm. I, there are other things in the world that I love and make me happy. Yeah. Like you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that sounds really healthy. Um, just in general, like understanding that your person, your partner can be such a source of support and love and comfort, like all those amazing things. Um, but I've, I've said this before, like that's a lot to place on just one person or like to place all of your like mental well-being on a single individual. Like that's a lot for that one person to carry. And, you know, it goes both ways. Um so it's really great that especially as you've transitioned into med school, which is a really intense occupation, you've yeah. been able to, um, you know, expand your network and, you know, really create these meaningful, like beautiful friendships. Oh, did you hear the thunder? I did hear the thunder. We, wow. we just got that. Now the, now our rain's lightening up. That's exciting. Anyways, Southern thunderstorms. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I have to say about that. So good job. Kudos. Um, It's something Dylan and I, we've been impressed by because, you know, he and I are obviously long distance and I'm able to make friendships and, you know, do all these other things because I see him rarely. Um, But I, I don't know how I would do it if he and I were like in the same city. Oh my God, Sylvie. But living not together like how to manage all of that oh yeah i mean definitely a process um but it again it was something i very intentionally looked for it was to like make not just friends but like a good like group of people that i could like always go to if i wanted to hang out because sometimes he wants to hang out too with other people and i'm like okay go ahead and then so i know a lot of the friends he's made Mm -hmm. his program oh i get sylvie I also haven't had cats yet, so, mm-hmm. you know, I would just have things to do with my time. But now mm-hmm. that I have cats, I just sit around and play all day. I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's great. Was it an intentional decision on your part to not live together the first year? Yes, it was. Yes. Um, so... When I listened to Kathleen's, I, I like, I, I like kind of jogged my memory about this mm-hmm. situation. Um, it was basically under no circumstances was I going to because I, <laughs> <laughs> I knew for myself that yeah. it was going to be way too hard to tear myself away and go mm. out and make when when I just have like someone I can like talk to or at at all times. Um, yeah. Whereas like 
living with my roommate, like we could go to events together and mm -hmm. then we could meet other people there that we ended up like talking to more mm -hmm. or that I just had a buddy. <laughs> Sylvia's all up in Anna's glasses to the listeners. She's uh, taking her glasses off my face, like with her own face. <laughs> this is, this is love. Maybe she has bad vision and yeah, she, needs, so. she needs to see as well. Yeah. Um, but in any case, I, I knew coming in, there was, there was no way because I would feel really, it would be really difficult to like pull myself out of the situation. Whereas living with someone also in the med school was just, I, it just gave me a little bit more freedom and accessibility to be able to make these groups. And then once, once I did and like have like people that I know and love, mm -hmm. cool. Then, then it was like kind of the decision point to kind of move in together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you've spent your first year establishing all those other relationships and now you have them and they're strong and you can resume living with Alec and still have those friendships, you know, and like not fear that exactly. like, oh, now and I'm just on a 15 minute drive away. It's not like all your friends are going to leave you. Like, right. And then make people come over here because now I have cats. Yes. Yeah. We should have cat play dates. I wonder how that would go. I'm wondering because I feel like Sylvie might just ignore them. Well, yeah. Or terrorize them. Who knows? Or terrorize them. Oh, um, Alec and I didn't live together in Boston. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I think I guessed that, but didn't officially know it. So tell me more about that. <laughs> um, we were there for two years and I was, I think we were both super happy about our living situations for both, both years. Um, mm -hmm. I actually did bring up to him, but it was so freaking early when we were dating. We were maybe dating for six months. Mm -hmm. I asked, basically, is this something that has crossed your mind? He said yeah. no. And I went, fabulous. And then yeah. like, because I, I I wasn't sure if I had something that he could think about. And if so, he thought, if he had thought about it, then I would probably also need to think about it which I wasn't I wasn't even sure if that was something like which direction I was leaning but if it hadn't crossed his mind I was like great we'll revisit this another time yeah yeah we'll come back later we'll circle back we'll circle back we'll be in touch two years three years <laughs> um so you mentioned briefly that you and Alex started dating during your gap year yes <laughs> And he's a coworker. He was a coworker. Oh, he was. Yes. So, what's it like dating a coworker during your gap years? Oh, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to people because we were basically working the same position, which is like just a lab, like a lab tech job. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. There wasn't any kind of like power dynamic, mm -hmm. um, which was, a, which is a good thing. And if there is a power dynamic, please avoid it. Yeah. Um, to all the listeners out there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the other thing that my lab was very weird in that we had multiple PIs under the same lab. So technically we did not have the same PI. Okay. Yes, exactly. It was a very weird lab. They had multiple grants of with different PIs working on each grant. So yeah. we were kind of in different branches, which also okay. made it a little bit easier to justify, navigate, etc. Um, when I was looking, um, this is, this is a fun story. I was looking with my mom on the like lab website to like stock some of the lab techs before yeah. I, you know, was starting my job in September and I like saw Alex's picture and 
he looked like a total surfer dude. Yeah. Um, he had like long hair. He had like no glasses on and just like, like gave me such like a surfer vibe. And that's what my mom said. My mom was like, this guy just looks like, hey man, surfer dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's funny. Uh, and then when I met him for the first time, which was like day three of working there, um, yeah. I like, he said hi to me and I was like, this is surfer dude, but he doesn't look like surfer dude because he's got glasses, mm-hmm. he's got like short hair, and he's really cute. And I was Ooh. like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's bad. Um, <laughs> and and he had just like he had just moved, but basically because of when the like leases lapsed, he mm-hmm. was living in his car for a couple days. Oh my gosh. Camping. And so the he he either he told me that or other coworkers told me that. And so when I shook his hand, I was like, you lived on your car on, on purpose. <laughs> and now he's got me like going camping and stuff. So yeah. that's, there's that. Now you're the one like, now I'm the one on purpose living in a, on the, on the, in the woods, in the woods, in the wild. In the wild. <laughs> oh, they got their toy. Oh, wow. That's fun. So, okay. You met him. You shook hands. He was cute. I can see it. Like surfer dude goes into academia that's a we've talked about this before you and i we have like a similar type (laughs) we do we have like any kind of nerdy nerdy type yeah yep that's it all over it's all over for us okay so you meet this cute surfer nerd um how how do you start dating like how does that unfold so um another co-worker had like invited a couple of us out to it was a bar, but like the, bo- like the, the, like downstairs had like a dance, like a dance floor. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm down to go. Like, mm-hmm. and then like later on in the night he showed up, um, which I later found out he showed up because of me, but <laughs> know, spicy. Um, and so I was just like ever so touchy, but like deniable, yeah. <laughs> deniable things. <laughs> ever so sl- slightly touchy mm-hmm. at the dance. Thing. and then afterwards we like went back to that the co-worker that had like put the night together we went back to her house um mm-hmm. and like ordered Domino's pizza and also just like again just was like kind of mm-hmm. came to sit near him just you know oh, those early stages so exciting like you um, feel like the tension I think it was like I don't know like maybe yeah. he's super cute I don't know um and then the that was a Saturday then the Monday afterwards he had come over, lab romance, he had come over to my bay to use the centrifuge. I'm not kidding. He was using the centrifuge. And I was talking to two other coworkers about how it was National Dessert Day that day, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, poetic in a way. Um, it was National Dessert Day. So he like walked on over to his phone and I get a WhatsApp message. Mm-hmm. I know, WhatsApp. From him being like, uh, with a link to like a, a donut place that was like walkable distance and he goes like speaking of national dessert day Aww. and i was like immediately screenshot and sent to yeah. my siblings being like what is this yeah help me and then so yeah. my brother helped me like put together a message which ended up being wait so are we hitting these up <laughs> <laughs> um and so we got some donuts we didn't really it was just we were just hanging Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of days later, we went on like a real date uh, mm-hmm. to get some some dinner and mm-hmm. talked about being like, so <laughs> what what are we doing? Yeah. Um, 
And I think something really important to us at the beginning was kind of keeping it on the down low. Yeah. Um, just just because it might get weird. We just we just didn't want it to get weird. Um, but as it turns out, a couple of the other coworkers on our level had figured it out really quickly. Uh, <laughs> but none of the higher ups had figured it out basically until we left the job. Um, then Alec told his bosses um, mm-hmm. who liked it. So that was great. Um, I never told my boss because he wouldn't care. Yeah. At no point. Um, and then we had told everyone else on our level. Like, they, they all found out eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, was it, was there drama at all about you two being, like, co-workers-ish? No. Or was it just, like, meh, whatever? No drama. It was actually really hard for me. Okay. Because I he, I would say he was, he's my first, like, real relationship that, mm-hmm. like, has gone on for a period of time that's like etc yeah. so to be able to not show like I love to show love yeah it like spills out from like every part of me and so be to like have to reel it in for a certain mm-hmm. periods of time mm-hmm. um and to not see it reciprocated obviously because we were at work was yeah. a hard mental space for me um mm-hmm. we almost sometimes I almost want to say we got lucky because of covid Mm -hmm. Um, so that neither of us were going in for a little bit. And so I could kind of get comfortable with times we were showing affection, times we weren't. And by the time we all went back into work, I was like a rock star. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this guy, who even is he? (laughs) I sent him an email being like, hey, I need you to do this lobotomy. Thanks. I'm busy. Bye. (laughs) I need you to do this lobotomy. I'm I'm, I'm out of town. Sorry. Please, thanks, bye. Thank you. Best, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is tough because you don't want to be too, show too much PDA because you still want to be professional, but especially in the early stages of a relationship, like it's- It was was hard. It's so exciting. It was, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, COVID lucky? I don't know. Mm -hmm. In in a way. Um, Yeah. But it was, it, it took a little, it w- there were some growing pains with it, but eventually we very much got it figured out. And so when people did find out at the end, they were shocked. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Well, you know, it sounds like minimal drama for dating a coworker. Yes. Um, all things considered, COVID helped, you know, COVID pros and cons. Obviously. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> um, but I'm glad it you know, worked out in some ways for your own relationship. I'm glad too. (laughs) And I told him, you know, if I have a chance to work at a lab at UNC, I would never Mm -hmm. (laughs) lab with you again. Yeah. I don't need that. And he had two friends that chose to rotate in the same lab and they were dating. Oh, I should say that. Yeah. Two friends who were dating that chose to rotate in the same lab. And I literally sat there. I looked at them and went, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah different strokes for different folks i guess like some people like even in medicine they they prefer dating someone who's also in medicine so they can talk about the exact same things all the time and they can do the exact same things every day i would love to interview some classmates who are dating that's that's on the plan I, on I the think, docket i think right. you will i i can i can see it already in my head <laughs> So if you're listening and you're one of those classmates, 
tune in. You might be getting a text from me soon. <laughs> or me at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Or Hannah's podcast. Because, <laughs> um, you know, that is such a different perspective. Because then there's, like, obviously people like us where it works out really well that we are in separate spaces and we don't do the same thing every day and we don't spend all day together either um yeah so it just depends on what works for you i only had to go to work today and i was like bye i'll get the kitties no problem (laughs) yeah okay so you two are now living together for the first time and it's you moved in like end of june pretty much right yeah Yep. And when as we're recording this podcast, it's end of July. Um, so for the listeners. Um, okay, so it's been about a month and there was some traveling within that time period yes. as well. So yep. all that considered, how has it been transitioning to living together? Just knock on wood so far, it's been pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I I definitely still feel like we're in the in a mental stage of like this is fun. This is a good time. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if a shoe will drop, but mm-hmm. I don't think it will just because I, you know, I've, I've known him for so long. I've seen him for so yeah. long that like, I know, I know when he wakes up and I know that it's four hours after. <laughs> oh, he's going to, he's going to hate me for saying that. <laughs> I can cut it out if you want me to. <laughs> um, but so far it's been like really exciting you're I think you may be the first person I've had extended socialization with (laughs) since just because we're getting into that space of like oh we don't need to hang out with people like oh we're just us two here um maybe by the end of the week we'll we'll start getting a little stir crazy so um but luckily people should be coming back Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that'll be fun um Mm -hmm. to have everyone over to see the new place do a housewarming and such yeah um it's been great so far. I think the only thing my mind has to really account for now is how much more food I have to make. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. When I lived alone, I could make this big of a pot for like seven days. Yeah. Now that's like three days because not only is it two people, mm-hmm. it's just like a touch more than me. Mm-hmm. So that has to be accounted for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, things like meal prepping. Like, is there one of the two of you who tends to cook more or likes cooking more and will do that? Or do you think it'll be even? I think we're still figuring out the meal prepping thing. It's definitely been a good amount of eating out so far, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're getting enough grocery runs in. Actually, right after this, I'm going to go to Costco. Lovely. You know, Costco. Yeah. Um, But other, like, it's just kind of we like talked about it the night before we're like okay we're gonna make like a lentil stew for today which will mm-hmm. be because it's so hot out um yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is we both really like cooking and we like the ki- the kitchen's kind of one of our spaces that we like to do things together mm-hmm. um so i doubt it'll be a lot of like one person doing a lot of cooking while the other one does mm-hmm. kind of some of the other stuff it's something yeah. we both really enjoy um yeah. And if I'm, even if I'm like, like, no, sit down, like, I'm going to make a meal for you. He'll like kind of still come up and be like, I'd like to help. How can yeah. I help? Aww. Which is really sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to get better at delegating. Yeah. But that'll come with time. He can be a chopper. I like helping Dylan chop things. 
because he is really good in the kitchen and I don't know what he's doing a lot of the time because it's just like in his brain and he's just like adding things and I'm like what's happening um faster like going for it but I'll chop things that's good yeah I I don't like anything with dishes (laughs) so maybe that'll be more in his realm but he also he's better with spices because I like Mm -hmm. bland food because I'm weird but your food never looks bland like when you bring in lunches it still looks like these like this great noodle dish like chili chicken noodles like it doesn't look bland it's not like you're eating mac and cheese and chicken nuggets every day but that sounds really good no 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 those are good not that (laughs) (laughs) you just also eat plain goldfish like okay this is a controversial opinion obviously but for Anna's listeners, plain <laughs> goldfish are so good. Okay. They're basically just little crackers. Yeah. And we're not talking about regular goldfish. We're talking about, it's like, there's no cheese in it. It's basically yeah, no cheddar. It's not the cheddar. It's not the pizza flavor. It's not the pretzel flavor. It's like yeah. a plain goldfish. The bag is blue. Go to your grocery <laughs> store and look for it. And you'll probably hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Cause it means more for you. That's right. Yeah, more plain goldfish for Catherine. Maybe my housewarming gift for you guys, I can get a really big pot so that you can, it's like the same meal you make rather than making what would have been seven servings for you, you can make 14 servings. Oh my God. And it'll last the week. You can have all four burners going for the same meal. You just need more pots. I think maybe, why don't you come over, (laughs) see my pot collection and then decide for me. How about- Okay. I, I, I took a lot from my mother who's trying to get rid of some stuff. So I have a big pot. Okay. Well, well, you come visit the cats. I'm sure you'll love that. Yes, come visit the cats and the pots. <laughs> the cats and the pots. Yeah. What else Quite would I visit for? Obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh. Okay. Catherine, before we get to our differential diagnosis section, are there any final remarks, things you would like to talk about or things you'd want to bring up? Um, If we were to like, I I feel like a a, a main thing we hit on was like the balance, oh, that word, not balance, um, (laughs) but also the co-applying and I think my big message on that was like let the wind flow where like let the wind like blow how it how mm-hmm. it goes and then things will settle down and then and then you work it out because I ended up getting worked up about a lot of things mm-hmm. that ended up working out great um yeah. and so having having a little bit more chill also having a very chill partner mm-hmm. um was great because I can be very like like jittery anxious like high energy and Alec mm-hmm. kind of helped me down yeah mm-hmm. that's great that's beautiful and you know like all of these things like applying I'm sure many of us in med school are very much type a people and we like knowing everything and having it all under our control but with applying and especially if you're trying to coordinate that with another person so much of it is out of your control so you can just do your best plan as best as you can, but then let the lack of control be a freeing thing because you've done your part and now it's up to the admissions gods to decide the rest for you. Which is so weird. It is weird. Let's just, let's just get that as weird. It's a weird system. Yeah. 
ad comms. It took me a really long time to figure out what that <laughs> ad com meant. Yeah, ad comms, like admissions committees, like in all the forums, like the Reddit and the student doctor network forum, they're like, the ad comms at this school are looking for this. And I was like, what are the ad comms? (laughs) Who are these ad comm gods that I need to please? Yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) Why does everyone know what this is except for me? (laughs) Uh, Also stay away from the forums. I feel like that's another. Oh my gosh. Just in general for people applying. It was Don't. like the day that I knew Duke was calling out. Yeah. It was a really hard day mm-hmm. because I sat and watched my phone. Yeah. For hours. Yeah. And just nothing came. And all these people on the forums are saying, I got a call. I got in, which is great. And like some of those people might be our classmates or we might know them, <laughs> which is great. But it's very stressful if you know you are have an anxious personality type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so anyways just general advice that's yeah life advice with anna and Catherine. yes yeah that can be the next (laughs) podcast so speaking of advice now you get to give advice for your differential diagnosis what are some two or three key takeaways that you've had from your love life i know we've kind of talked about it but if you could distill it down um i actually i did think about this i was like 10 minutes before we started, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to come up with a differential. <laughs> um, and I'm going to forget all of the things. Um, but I think one of the, the, the my, my, um, my uh, most likely diagnosis, my main tip, et cetera, yeah. mm-hmm. um, is figure out like what makes you happy, what makes you tick, whatever like phrase you want that like learned you. Um, and whether that is with a partner, um, mm-hmm. or, or not. So Alec had like opened up a world to me of like hiking and climbing and a lot of things that I had never thought I've never, I've tr- literally never thought of myself as an outdoorsy person, but mm-hmm. it like has brought me so much joy. And now I'll go out without him to kind of be, do my own thing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes me so happy, but also I still keep hold of the things that I knew made me happy before him, which was hanging out with my friends, eating, um, things of that nature. So, and then when you can kind of know yourself and know what makes you happy, that's, that, that's your best self to put forward to anyone, a partner, your family, your friends, everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So learn yourself, know yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to force that on people. Um, uh, another one is comparisons are horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my brain had been wired in a certain way to be able to get to this point. Oh, to yeah. That school, mm-hmm. Um, and competition makes me horrible. Yeah. Um, and whether that's looking at medical school stuff or like other relationships it like Mm -hmm. block it out because it's it's not worth the mental energy um and it's also part of why like not dating another med student Mm -hmm. um because this is my own path yeah which is cool oh oh sylvie just 
launched onto me. Um, <laughs> and my third tip is get cats. Get cats. If you're allergic, Purina Pro has a live clear food where it is supposed to reduce the allergies in mm-hmm. pet dander. Oh, maybe I should give that to Sylvia. <laughs> allergic to her if i sound stuffy in this interview i think it's just because i've she's been rubbing her body in my nose a lot lately that, that's my last advice mm-hmm. cats even if you're about to go into clinical year you can have a cat like mm-hmm. sylvie currently stroking anna's face hi Anyways, okay, I will say I love your advice, Catherine. Um, you know, and like the whole thing about like love yourself, it's so cheesy, but it's true. Or like try as best as you can to be yourself, like live your truth, whatever that means for you. Um, and I feel like when you're just being as authentic as you can to yourself, then all the other authentic people in your life come in and like you can develop really strong friendships and relationships and just feel more confident in yourself and that doesn't even mean like being top of the class like back to the comparisons like comparisons are rubbish and especially once you're in med school you're amongst so many other high-performing people so awesome Awesome. like love like I yeah no I truly love our classmates and like I don't feel like it's competitive and I know I people are and I love that. Like, absolutely brilliant it's so exciting to know that like these are the people who will be taking care of the lives of you know society I have so much like faith and you know our I, healers and healthcare professionals like there's so many brilliant amazing people in our class so don't even bother comparing yourself to them because they're probably looking at you also thinking like you're brilliant and amazing like even how I was saying to you in some ways, we have similar dating histories. Like, we're both dating mm-hmm. science grad students. Dylan and I met while doing a similar job. It, mm-hmm. like, was less intense. Like, it wasn't a full-time gap yeah. year job. But, like, still, we were coworkers. But our relationship now looks very different than yours. Um, and I admire how yours has turned out so much. But at the same time, I'm not, like oh, and my relationship sucks because we're not in person and it doesn't, you know, like that, like what does that serve? That serves nothing. So instead just, you know. Admire and then be happy with. Yeah. Or like see what's wonderful. Yeah. And in some ways you can look at other people's relationships and say like, do I want that? But like be Mm -hmm. honest with yourself. Do you actually want that? Or is that just something you feel like you should have because other people seem to? Absolutely. And yeah, just be be true to yourself. Live your truth. Live your truth, everyone. Love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Become self affirmation podcast. Yeah. Watch that be the title of this podcast. It'll be like Live Your Truth, Be You, Love Yourself. Love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna be like, what kind of weird stuff were these girls on? I think that has to be the title now. <laughs> I mean, I think you yeah. called it. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be clickbaity. It really has to be. Yeah. And I think that I think I think that'll work. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay, Catherine. This has gone on for a long time. So thank you so much for being my guest and of course. Um, being willing to share all of the stuff with everyone. Alrighty. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.